This podcast is a revival of the old-school table debate from a time before Google, Wikipedia, and OnlyFans. Answers to questions are hard to find, but so is an unbiased article on your uncle's Facebook wall. Welcome to The Issue on the Table. Hi, I'm Mike Donahue, and French fries should be rectangles. I, uh, my name is Matt Schuster, and I thought they already were rectangles. Hi, my name is James Gearhart, and Matt, I think he's referring to steak fries. And my name is Caleb Andrews. Welcome to the issue on the table, our very first premiere episode. We haven't done any recordings beforehand that we're lost to time in the ages. <laughs> Nothing like that. <laughs> We are hopefully a comedy podcast where we bring our inane, (laughs) random thoughts and issues to the table and discuss them amongst ourselves. Inane? Yeah, go ahead. It's a good word. It's a good word. I like it. I don't want to. Do we have to get into the snack? Like, guys, we're recording the podcast right now. Mm -hmm. For the very first time ever. For the very very first time ever. Yeah. For the first time in... Wait, wait, wait. We don't, we don't get it demonetized. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, There's already been a... Unless that was in a different key, then we should be all right. I don't wait, know. For the first offhand. time in forever. Oh, I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like that at all. I don't like this at all. Who has an issue to share amongst ourselves? I do. I, oh, no. Okay. <clears throat> I need... Is it pressing? Yeah, actually. Okay. Is it hot off the presses? You could say that. It's something that I've been... I guess doing my whole life, doing it wrong. And I need your guys' professional advice on how I can do this better. Okay. And in advance, I just want to say this one is kind of directed more towards men. But for our female listeners, this is good good advice for your future boyfriends and stuff. Anyways, um, how do I look cooler when I'm at the urinal? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> no, guys, this is totally serious. Okay. Let's dig into this meticulously. I, I, no, I'm, 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 I'm with you. Care. I'm with you 100%. I'm with I you 100%. Scalpels. My surgery. I did not know I had this insecurity until this very moment. Right? As soon as I figured out I've been doing it wrong and I don't look cool at the urinal, it's just how long have I been doing this? <laughs> James, can I can I clarify something to make sure we're on the same yeah. level here? Because I, the second you said that, I started laughing because I was thinking about maybe you guys can relate that moment. Every time I stand at the urinal, like I can never, I always have to aim like off to the side and hit the wall so that I don't get any splashback. Yeah, dude. And I realized like how I agree. fucking lame that must look to just like eh, like lean well, to no, the side. Hold up, Matt. I don't want to get peed no. on my flip flops. <laughs> Well, well, yeah, oh, no. that's that's what I'm saying. So, but what I mean is, like, what like recently I uh, was out with a friend, and I had to go to the bathroom, and I was at the urinal, and I turned to the, I did my little, you know, squeeze to the side so I could, you know, <laughs> pee on the wall so I didn't get any piss on my flip flops, uh, and 
right when I turned, this guy went up to the urinal right next to me, so it looked like the I was worst. Like, that's <laughs> You're showing like I was aiming. My, it looked like I was aiming my piss like right at him. Hey, come here. I have a secret for you. <laughs> I thank God we didn't make eye contact because I would have just, I don't know. I, I think I would have dropped okay, so it. Should we establish what methods I already know are not cool? Yeah, let's, re- let's reverse engineer Please. this and work backwards, starting with what's not cool. Definitely the two that I've tried that are not cool is... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Wait, really quick, really quick, James. Really quick. Have you asked the people afterwards for yeah. a post-survey? <laughs> I have a survey. <laughs> Given them a poll. Yeah, so hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So the first one is... <laughs> Do you carry p- piss comment cards in your wallet? <laughs> okay, okay, no, no. If you take your pants and you drop them all the way to your ankles, <laughs> oh my god, you do not look cool at the urinal. If when you're at the urinal and you start peeing, if you tilt your head down and slap a hand on the wall, you do not look cool. okay. Like. Like butters in South Park. And last but not least, okay. do not look cool handing out flyers for your survey to the people <laughs> using the urinals next to you. Yeah, that would be a bad look. Yeah, yeah. Oh no. Okay. Oh boy. Um okay. At least we so have a place to start. At least we have a place yeah. to start, like right a ground level that we're mm. on. So um I have a suggestion. Go ahead. Okay, what if, um, hmm, okay, so, oh, I guess this is kind of situational because not all urinals have, like, urinal cakes in them to, you know, help with the smell or whatever, but anytime you run into a urinal, so I guess this is situational. If you're at a urinal that has a urinal cake in it, maybe, like, start up a conversation about, like, how good the urinal cake smells like. Oh, wow, is that spearmint? Oh, my God. This place has stepped up their urinal cake game. You've you know what I mean? committed the second felony. Of <laughs> but but then you're of like speaking at the urinal. First, first is using the urinal next to another person. Second is <laughs> trying to talk to these people <laughs> as well, they're using the restroom. <laughs> and what if I okay. what, what if I'm at Dodger Stadium and I'm in the trough? You know the big metal trough that like, <laughs> there's not a virus happening kind of just, like, in the seventh inning. <laughs> just like gently cross streams with some guy until he notices. <laughs> oh no! Like hey, it's like it's like Ghostbusters. Get it? It's like ghost. It's so funny. It's like Ghostbusters. <laughs> That's kind of like because then it's like kind of like hitting on someone where like sometimes the line works and sometimes it doesn't. So sometimes the guy might notice you're crossing streams with them and be like, "Oh, dude, awesome!" and like give you a thumbs up. And sometimes they'll just shy away and like not want to write in your comment card anymore. You know? Okay, I I have maybe I also have a thought. Right? You know, like you know, like if we're if we're thinking about like the X Games, right? Bear with you me. Know, this, X this relates. Games level. Uh-oh. Right? X Games, you have bikers and skateboarders and stuff. Doesn't it make the trick way more cool when they don't use their hands? Ooh. <laughs> yes. He, he's on he's on to something <laughs> good here. Right? So like if like you go in and like you start using the urinal and you just put both your hands on your hips, right? And then you yeah, start yeah. like standing with your legs spread apart and you start going. What if you start mm. doing yoga? Right. Oh, with your war- dick? Warrior posts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> huh. Well, <laughs> I've been taking my penis to Bikram yoga. It's really working it out. It sounds more. healthy. 
It sounds healthy. Uh, <laughs> give all your muscles a work. <laughs> How do we feel about the wide stance? Like, like sumo wrestler? Like, like the, wide stance. I'm feeling feel more like straight-legged. Straight-legged Like man-spreading stance. stance, right? Where like you, That only works if you're the only person at a urinal because then you run the risk of like having your feet touch someone else's feet well, at the urinal do, next to you. You do cordon off those adjacent urinals. So, so no one else can use them. Mm-hmm. Oh. So oh, so it's like establishing dominance. Like only I can use these urinals. Yeah, man. This and is it's my like, time. It's like gunslingers in the, in the wild west. That white stance. <laughs> I'm the deadliest pissed in this whole bar. Um, <laughs> so I mean, yes. Also, you got to think about it. When you see someone cool, mm-hmm. part of what they're wearing kind of goes into it, right? Okay. Like, so should you have a urinal outfit that you carry with you to a change uniform. into like a uniform or something, a right? Like hat before or you go, yeah, like a hat or like maybe I don't know if glasses would be good or. I mean, they protect your eyes. Tank top from from splash. I mean, if you like, what if you like? Ooh, what if like? Okay, so speaking of style, right? Here's a nonverbal thing you can do, so I won't commit another crime in front of the Caleb piss police. Um, what if <laughs> CPP you like anywhere you go, you always have a secondary, really cool shirt that you only wear when you go to the bathroom. And when, when you walk in, you take off your jacket and then you take off your shirt and then you put on your piss shirt. Wait, wait, wait. And your, your shirt, your, your piss shirt is under your other shirt. So you start yeah, undressing. So you just take, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I meant. So then people are like, what's he doing? Oh shit. That's a dope shirt. <laughs> Holy shit. Dude, that guy's not splashing anywhere. I want to piss next to that guy. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> but he can't. That looks like your a guy. Stance I'm... is too wide. <laughs> that looks like a guy I want to cross streams with. Can I? Can I enter into the equation? Function over style. Yes. What if we have like a you know like a science gear? You got the lab coat, right? Uh huh. The long, like the long tails. You know, to protect the protect the jeans, the jinkos. Mm-hmm. Right. You got your protective eyewear. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. Um, probably like a badge, just so people know <laughs> who you are and your whole business there. Black. Yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. hanging from a lanyard because <laughs> then you're protecting the outfit with the coat and the and the eyes. But and, you run hey, the risk. You're, you're there for science. You're there for business. Okay, this isn't pleasure. You're, see, but you're running. You run the risk of becoming like nerdy, right? Like the dude who walks in, it's true. Like to the you know with like the lab coat get up. I mean, people are gonna you're gonna draw Nerd. a little bit too much attention to yourself. What what is yeah, your right? Don't you want to mm, be? Yeah, like, I don't want to start crying at the urinal. That would that would be a bad <laughs> that does not look cool. <laughs> <laughs> what is crying does not look cool at the urinal? And what does your badge say, Doctor Piss? Like. <clears throat> Some kind of weird supervillain. What if it just says like ten inches? That's all it says. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, no. You can't do that. Then everyone would be on you like a hawk, trying to confirm. Confirm if your badge is correct, yeah. and that's not cool. You don't want to like. That's not cool. That's not cool. <laughs> it's not cool. <laughs> okay, fair. Oh boy. What if you what if you stand at the doorway mm-hmm. and hand everyone horse blinders? So we oh. so we don't have any any like stray-eyed Stevens over here. See, that's just that's just courtesy. You know, you're that's courtesy you're doing yeah. it for the people. Cool people don't I say courtesy, cool people don't really care about courtesy, right? Like you don't see like Tom Cruise uh, in Top Gun. I feel like cool people care immensely about courtesy. 
But I don't know. But like, you don't see Tom Cruise riding his motorcycle to his jet to like get mm. off and pick up a bottle on the side of the road, like and throw it in the trash and be like all environmentally friendly. You know, I feel like he's we have riding a his Harley. Disagreement on Mr. Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> the one that's okay. We'll table that. The one that's, we need to uh, table Mr. Cruise for a later time. I'm I'm really latching on to this wide stance idea. I'm also really liking the no hands concept from a <clears throat> from Michael. Um. But for now, I think I'm pretty satisfied. Okay. Okay. Got some things to try. Okay, cool. Well, you know, James, if it's any consolation, we could always turn to the king of looking cool at the urinal, and that's Aquaman, because he'll piss anywhere. Oh. Right? (laughs) And uh, I got to tell you something, though. (laughs) Speaking of of, uh, (laughs) the uh, water king himself, there's some... I, I had a... I had a fevered dream the other night about the Justice League. And so people are always making fun of Aquaman. And I've never really understood why, because I always thought Aquaman was pretty cool. But then I had a thought of, so Aquaman's whole thing is like, you know, he can talk to aquatic animals, right? Like he can communicate with sea life. Okay, so then I was thinking, does that mean he can also talk to land animals that happen to be in the water or underwater. Like if a lion falls in the ocean, he can like talk to it yeah. and the lion goes, help me. But only when it's in the water. You know what I mean? So <laughs> does that This stand? opens up a really like dark zone. Like he has to interrogate an animal that saw something. So oh, he that's starts drowning it. And yes. Like, <laughs> yes. That's what I'm saying. Like if there was some like, you know, like evil, I don't know, like, I don't evil. know what like the, uh, <laughs> I don't know what like the saber tooth equivalent in DC would be, but if there was a supervillain that was like an animal, he could like capture him and like dunk him underwater and then like put his ears under the water and hear what their thoughts are and be like, oh, I know where the bank is going to be robbed now or whatever, you know? It certainly sounds convenient. Just well, he can't do much else, right? It, if we're being it gives real. him it gives him more utility. No, it gives him more utility. Like what's he going to do? Throw a whale on the land? Like we saw that worked with the deep. In the boys, I mean, the deep is basically just a fuck boy Aquaman. Can we just get that out of the way real quick? How would he get like a polar bear into? Well, polar bear is actually pretty easy. What, well, polar bears. How would he get a a lion into a lake? Oh, that's easy. I mean, you take Simba and you pretend like you're drowning him so that Mufasa comes and rescues him. An idea. See, now we have a crossover. Okay. I mean. Are you trying to are you trying to give Aquaman more utility, like as a person? I think like, so. Cooler. I think so. Well, my subconscious was because this happened in a dream. Okay. So I think I mean that would be the only reason why I think I would have that thought is that because Aquaman is I mean he has like super strength, right? That's like part of his whole shtick. I hope so. Or is it? Yeah. Is it like, just I, the in the is it in the water? I don't know. Actually, I think maybe in in the guys, ocean. I don't know about Aquaman. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have a question. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. As you were getting into this topic, you said Aquaman can pee wherever he wants. Uh, that's correct. Yes. Does the, the oceans is a urinal. Does the, yeah. yeah. Does that mean that if he goes to like a pool party, can he pee in somebody else's pool? Is that okay? Yeah. Mm, see, that is the third felony of <laughs> urinal crimes. Yeah. CPP reporting <laughs> is the third cardinal rule of, of pissing. Yeah, it's it's mistaking public pools for urinals. <laughs> I don't think anyone <laughs> ever mistakes a public pool. I think it's for very deliberate. Place well, to piss. 
I don't know. So, okay, really quick. But, okay, the pool brings up an interesting thought too for Aquaman. Like, assuming he can hear thoughts of things, not just because people can, uh, you know, we're, we're mammals like animals too. Right. So when Aquaman's in a pool party, yeah. anyone who jumps in the pool is fair game. Like everyone, right? Yes. So he can kind of just go like cruise in the pool and like say there's this girl who he thinks is cute and she doesn't want to get in the pool. So he can just push her in and be like, oh, oh, she was really, oh, she's really mad at me. Oh, oh no. I, oh, well, I guess, I guess it's not going to work out. Yes, right? exactly. See, the possibilities are endless. Hmm. Why, why doesn't DC do that? I wonder what it would be like at Vegas. It could be like a fun, like sitcom spinoff. A sitcom a spinoff? A sitcom, a sitcom you say. Yeah, yeah. An Aquaman sitcom where he has to deal with normal life when anytime anybody touches water, he hears their thoughts. Oh, it could be like that show Lie to Me, but it's Aquaman working for the FBI uh-huh. doing interrogations. So he hands them glasses of water and they start drinking. And as they're drinking, he can hear what they're thinking. I want to I want to bring in another movie reference for this. Yeah. Similar to Lie to Me. It could also be like uh, Daniel Radcliffe's new film, Horns. <laughs> in which he grows horns and can tell when other people are lying to him. Oh. <laughs> so would Aquaman just grow like extra gills? Ooh. So he goes like- No, no. Mm. I, I think it's like built into him innately, right? Like anytime anybody touches water, it's his domain. Can't, oh, I've, oh, what if he was at like a dinner and he can like make people soup splash out of their bowls and like on their outfit if someone's really bugging him? Oh. That'll show him. Learn all their secrets. <laughs> This is, but then, it's just like, it's just like, this is crossing I into some like a good, uh, warlock so he stuff. Has like, he has like aquakinesis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So he's a, he's a waterbender. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like you're, we're getting dangerously close to giving Aquaman the ability to, to bloodbend. That's kind of true. Ooh. And that's just no pee, man. <laughs> that would make him useful though. Like, think about it, right? Like now he can like stop an enemy in his tracks if he's on land. I guess. Right? Like, no. I mean. I'm, I'm just trying to think like, so, like you said, like, oh, if someone drinks water, then he can hear their thoughts. I'm thinking that might be too easy. Like, they actually have to be in, like, underwater for it to work. Like, their whole body? Like, how much of the body? Like, what percentage? Like, like their head has to be fully submerged. Oh, okay. So, so like, like, waterboarding, but yeah, like, drowning. Like, only, only their brain. So, like, their entire body, including their head, can be submerged, or only their head can be submerged. But that's what the rule has to be. My subconscious isn't very I mean, good at writing comics, huh? I had a really dumb. <laughs> I, I had a really dumb thought. Please share. I was like, okay, Caleb, Caleb, not doctor. <laughs> Caleb, <laughs> Caleb, man of of music. What if someone just gets really hydrated one day, like very hydrated? Uh huh. Like they tip the scale, like they go from like sixty one or or what, what is it seventy percent water, right, for human beings. Yeah. So what our body yeah, yeah. constitutes. Something what like that. Tip the scale to 71 and suddenly Aquaman is like, I can, Oh, I don't know, you know? C- kind of like unlocking 1% more of your brain power, like mm-hmm. completely change yeah. everything. Mm, now that's interesting because then you could potentially create like an army of like little Aquaman. Ooh. Okay, wait, disc- hold on. Like they get his powers when they, but like only mildly. So like you can't tell at first. So drinking water grants you Aquaman-like abilities. Yeah, because this is the look, best campaign for hydrating I think ever made. Hi, my name is Matt Schuster. I'm a writer for DC Comic Books. We all know <laughs> that Aquaman's entire body is made up of water. That's why his weakness is needles, because he'll just pop and then he's dead. 
So what I'm Damn. saying is that if you have people who slowly increase the percentage of their body of water, they slowly creep towards becoming another Aquaman. That's what I'm saying. Well, now I'm against this aquatic man. Now I feel like if I can threaten him with a needle. He's never been vaccinated. What, what, make, what makes him so super? <laughs> well... Because he, dude, he's just real good at dodging needles. I don't know what to tell you. I, I also like, have to say, we all know how threatening the dirty bubble is from SpongeBob SquarePants, and his it's extremely threatening. That's very true. Yeah, and the only thing it that could take him down was a weedle, a, a needle, a weedle, a weedle, <laughs> that too, a weedle from Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> a walk, go, Beedrill, <laughs> de evolve, <laughs> a water needle, <laughs> a water needle. Oh, I like that. Um, okay. Well, I don't know. I have sitcoms on the brain because if you, you know, if you can't tell, I I have an idea for a sitcom. Um, Wait, hold on, I'm not done. Doesn't oh, I? I mean, okay, where, okay. Where are you going, Matt? Take us there. No, I'm done. Go ahead. Well, well, okay. So <laughs> you can come back to Aquaman later. Um, I feel like if you pitch this to like maybe WB, you know, they could they could call in the writer for Gilmore Girls, and you could really you could have something going, like you know. Yeah, make him have a diner of his own and, you know, get some coffee shop. So I also have my own sitcom pitch. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not sitcom. Sorry. Wrong verbiage. Reality TV. It's kind of the same thing, but different, right? Because one is kind of staged and kind of real and the other one's completely staged. So this is a reality show where people have to, they have to agree to this. They have to sign up to go on it. Okay. All right. And on this reality show, it only takes people who are going to be getting married. Okay. Right? And it pitches them, it pitches them an idea. And they have to agree to it. Basically, what they do, they sign a contract and they say, hey, you're going to come on this reality show. We're going to film everything you do. Um, but part of this reality show is you have to pick a best man for your wedding and you have to pick a worst man for your wedding. And the reality show is a game between the two of who can break up the wedding or who can make the wedding succeed. So the, oh. the show is a cat and mouse game between the best man and the worst man. And the two of them go back and forth against each other to try to either win the cash prize, right? There's a $10,000 cash prize at the end of the reality show. So if the best man wins and the wedding's broken up, then he gets $10,000. But if the best, uh, if the worst man wins, I'm oh, sorry, I reverse that. If the best man wins, the wedding goes through and he gets $10,000. But if the worst man wins, the wedding is broken off and the worst man gets $10,000. Wow, that was a lot to take in. Oh my That's, gosh. I Do you have a name for this show? Um, It's called The Best of the Worst of Us. Okay, uh, I like that. I do okay, like the um, name. It's, it's good. It's good. Yeah. So now I so in this thought before we before we like spitball ideas, I wanted to kind of role play this here. So I wanted Matt to be my worst man, okay. and I want James to be my best man. Oh. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> so I'm getting married. All right, and this is the show. So like, what is like you know we're going. So give me what's your ideas? How what's your first play? Um, let's have the worst man go first. Worst man, what's your what's your play here? And Caleb, I need you to like kind of balance me out here to make sure that we're we're not getting like off the realm of just the ridiculous. I assume he I, agrees. I I can edit out all the silence. Just take take a minute to think. Oh, I was nodding. I was nodding. I've wait. Okay, hold on. I'm supposed to be the bounce like the the mediator like here? if matt yeah like if matt comes in and he says as worst man i would bring a gun and shoot the bride like you got <laughs> oh my like, god i went initially i was like hey you know really good way okay. to make people not get married <laughs> hold on all right <laughs> like you can't do that it's tv right we have to have it be kosher this isn't like you know scripted so <laughs> caleb 
okay, you know what? Here. That's your decision, Caleb. For reality TV, here's what I, the worst man, would do. Is <laughs> I would do something to break up the wedding, not just so that... Uh, <laughs> Uh, like I could win the money, but also create a scandal that lasts afterwards. Because what I would do is I would seduce the bride-to-be and get her oh. to like get with me and cheat on you or whoever the groom oh. is. So then when he finds out, when she finds out, oh, I cheated, oh, the wedding's off. And then he finds out it was with me. And then you have an entire episode like those like, like, uh, like, like housewives reunions where they have the moderator at like have them hash out their problems so oh, then it like yeah yeah your goal is just to create a love triangle that also breaks up the wedding yeah i'm trying to create seasons of the show to last forever okay so james if that's matt's play what how do you i'm just gonna let you guys kind of go back and forth here for a minute okay so like like <laughs> you know what the first thing that comes to mind is as best man, uh, like what, what? Given off of what the worst man is doing, like if that's the play, I'm gonna join him. Let's break this shit up. That way, when you <laughs> convince the the former bride to cheat with you, then y'all get married. We both win. You success successfully broke up the initial marriage, and I still made a marriage happen. Wait, I, that's cheating. When, when I don't think that counts as part of it. That's cheating. That's not like that's completely yeah. out of the spirit of of the show. That's not even close. Oh yeah, that's um, but that doesn't. I count. do like this angle. Is like you you both agree to to like split yeah, but the then money. then that's two worst men. And, I mean, and do one choice either other. Hmm. I mean, that would make for a good twist. The only problem with that is I don't know if like. Like, cause you know, like the, you know how in Survivor you have people who lie and they come up with like really good reasons. Yeah. I don't know if like the show could really continue after that, you know, like mm-hmm. you'd have that be the twist and then no one else would, there, no one would be on the show. Cause like, well, if the, the best man is actually the worst man too, like why are we going to go on the show and not get married? Like you got to let the show kind of have some more cat and mouse play. <laughs> James, what you just described is like <laughs> being in the NBA playoffs and then getting beaten by 50 points, and then afterwards in an interview saying, oh, that's what we've planned to happen all along. That's exactly what you just did. <laughs> okay, can, can You got dunked on and said, yeah, I meant for that to happen. Can I try again? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. I would buy the nicest pair of fuzzy handcuffs, oh, and no. I would just link the bride and groom together. <laughs> that way they can't... So they couldn't ever... <laughs> Okay. And when they ask, like, why are you doing this? Check, checkmate, <laughs> Matthew. Hmm. It's a new tradition. Uh, I, hold on. Walk me through that one more time. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to find the nicest, best looking fuzzy handcuffs you can get. I'm going to go to okay. the bride and groom and say, hey, new tradition. Let's, let's make it happen. And then chink, next thing they know, they're both handcuffed to each other. Like now the tradition says you have to wear these until the moment you say I do. And they're like, okay. So it's holy vows tainted with some BDSM. Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Or like, I mean, why, if, why do they if have James to be- is the best man? If James is the best man, he thinks that the brand grew into that. I mean, that could be a good play, you know? Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, wait. Okay. Hold on. Plot twist. I found out you were getting the handcuffs. I intercepted them, stole them, and then I submitted the fuzzy handcuffs to the groom as evidence 
of infidelity. Okay, pause that right there. Pause it right there. You know how in reality shows, like you'll have a couple episodes where everything rolls smooth mm-hmm. yeah. and then something will like there will be a wrench thrown in. Yeah. I have a wrench for you. Ooh, okay. Okay. James, you got to have this wedding go off because you need the 10,000 bucks because your grandma's in the hospital and you need to pay off her medical bills. Okay. Oh. So you, ha- you have high stakes here. All right. Matt. Matt, you just want to buy a new car. Buy a new car! Okay. And you're only $10,000 away from your dream car. So you got to break up this wedding. So so James so James goes to propose the handcuff, fuzzy handcuff to the, to the groom, right? And then the groom goes, hey, James, I got to admit something to you. Um, I, I just slept with the maid of honor. The groom did? The groom did. Oh, boy. <sighs> you got to save this wedding, James. When did he sleep with her? Last night. Oh, no. Guys, I can't justify this. I just want to make it clear before we go any further. I'm pretty sure no one on this podcast endorses cheating on someone no, in any no way. No one endorses it at all. We're just role-playing. This role is for playing. reality TV. Yeah. <laughs> We're just role-playing. Okay. For reality TV. Okay. So, James. So, that, that happens. This is the bomb that's dropped on you, right? You're the best man. And you just found out that your groom... That you have to get get married so you can win this cash prize so you can save your grandma. Dude, he's in grave peril of losing this wedding. And the the worst man, he's like, oh, I got this in the bag. I don't even have to do anything anymore. Yeah. You made a play for me. Can I inter- can I interject? Sure. 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 James, you need to save your grandmother. Mm-hmm. And you're getting you're only getting 10 grand from this show? Yeah. It's a cheap surgery. <laughs> There's no such thing insurance. in American medicine. I was going to say, I was thinking like American healthcare, 10,000 bucks. That's not going to go very well. Her, her pinky has oh gangrene. She needs it cut off. Ew. No. How did her pinky get gangrene? <laughs> also, Matt's going to buy a car with $10,000. That's all he needs left. He's saved up a lot of money, you know? <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm going to go to the Ferrari dealership and slap down my dirty $10,000 and say, give me... <laughs> Give me your finest sports car, please. Where, where did they hook up? New twist. Bride comes walking in. Honey, I just slept with the with the worst man. Oh no! What is what is happening with Matt? Oh boy! Well, it is. I just connected that Matt is the worst man. That is building yeah. off of my initial idea, so I can't dispute that. <laughs> Because my initial idea was to seduce the bride, so this we're keeping continuity. Matt, I don't, I don't want to like, I don't want to, I don't, wanna, I don't want to just like blow a hole in James's like you know possibilities to win. But I've got, a, I've got a foolproof one for you. Okay, come, come over here with me to the side. Yeah, just yeah. So they, hey, they count. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Um. Okay. So what you want to do? Yeah. Is you just you just want to follow um either either person in this marriage around. Wait until they say, like, you you got to have a recorder, uh-huh. right? Something to right. record with. You wait until they say the word don't, and you record that, right? Yeah. Just try and catch it with them. And you cut that, right? Just So you just have that that sound file of them saying don't. Come, come wedding. Come vows. Do you blah, 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 blah. <sighs> take blah, blah, blah as your awfully leaded blah, blah, blah. Oh. I... Oh, quick on the draw with the recorder. Don't. Oh, oh and I can have it queued up to like like a PA system behind the altar. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Boy. you're working with the DJ. You're like, hey, oh man, DJ Styles, okay. let me get in on this. Right. I can okay. really, I'm gonna really funk it up for you. 
Um, yeah. Okay, I feel much more prepared. Um, let's uh, let's go back to the fellas. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. Reconvene. <clears throat> that was a oh, funny. Dude. That was a funny story about Monopoly. That'll man. never. What were you guys work. talking about? Oh, um, dude. So last night, Caleb and I were playing Monopoly, and I totally stole Boardwalk right out from under him. That was crazy. <laughs> and right? then he, he wanted to tell me the story today. Yeah. Hey, James. Was, yeah. James. Can you help me move this box really quick over here? Come here. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> All right. Hey, James, come here. They're really Listen good up. at carrying that box. What's up? Listen What's up? up. I have an idea. Mm-hmm. Instead of going through this whole show, why don't you just get the brand and groom to elope before the first episode so they're already married? And then they can make up all these fake stories about sleeping with people to create drama, but oh. they get to the wedding and they're already married. But they still cheated on each other? No, no, no. It's fake. The bride has a twin sister. (laughs) Oh my God. All right. Let me. Do you you think it'll work? I think it'll work. Yeah. Okay. This spot right here, we can tell them we found this really good box. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Put it down. Put it down. Okay. All right. (laughs) All right, guys, we're good. Thanks, thanks, James. I appreciate it. You guys were just, you guys were just standing in the corner with the box for a while. Like, what was that about? I was asking if he could see my nipples through my shirt. I'm really self conscious. Now that would be a pretty cool urinal look. I'm thinking. Plastic nipples to come on your shirt before you take a piss. They're like opposite of pasties. <laughs> no, wait, like we could take my, my idea of like, like you, you take off your shirt and you have your urinal shirt underneath, but your urinal shirt just has cutouts where the nipple should be. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Okay. I think this reality show is a smash. Oh, it's going to do well, guys. We're going to be millionaires. <laughs> oh, Who's hosting God. it? Who's right. hosting it? Uh, Ryan Seacrest. Um, sure. Ryan Seacrest and um, Rebel Wilson. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, God. Huh, that's a duo. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest can be the coach for the best man and Rebel Wilson can be the worst man's coach. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, the coaches. You're perfect. That's perfect to give you coaches. That's so good. Crushed it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuzzy handcuffs. Crushed it. <laughs> um... <laughs> Hey, Caleb, remember that awesome story about how I put seven hotels on Boardwalk and fucked you out of all your money? You don't have to tell this. Like, I get it. Like, you didn't have to bring it up today. Do you have any other great (laughs) stories you want to share? I got a story for you all. Not really a story. It's a question. Um, What's up with electric bug zappers? I don't know about you guys, but I've... If I was the creator of ZapNet... (laughs) If I had, if I, if I just had like a tightly threaded tennis racket and I hit a fly with that, I don't think I would need the zap, the zap function. 
Hmm. I think, you know what? I kind of agree with you to a certain extent. I think that the zap function should come built into a fly swatter, but you can switch it on and off so that you can save the zap function for particularly big or like offending bugs. I would still say smack with racket. Okay, yeah. Equal dead bug. I hear you. All I'm saying is that maybe the zap could add that extra little oomph, like if it's a bug you've been chasing for a while and you really want to just show it some justice. You know what I mean? Like really add <laughs> but a like, if we're gonna, insult to injury. If we're going to add the option to turn on and off the zapper on the zapper, can we put that on tennis rackets as well just to make the game more interesting? Well, I have like, bad news for you, James. For the electric bug zapper, it, it's always an option to turn it on or off. Oh. No, but I like the tennis idea. It could be like Super Mario Tennis in real life. Just supercharge everything. Um, Caleb, I do have a question, though, because like my, my bug zapper, I have four of them on my on my patio. Um, I use them mm, for like... An arsenal. Yeah, yeah. I use them for when I want to like just go, you know, sit outside, but I don't want to like worry about chasing down bugs, you know, so I can kind of just like turn them on and just kind of cruise, you know? I can sit there to the sultry sound of. Are they like different lengths too? So you know you can like reach. And you don't have to stand up. Like you have like a six foot long one and like a short one, or whatever. Yeah, it's like you know how like teaspoons like they sit in each other and they get bigger and bigger. What? Or like tablespoons? Like you know measuring like for like cooking and stuff. Uh, oh, oh yeah. Sort of Russian toy thing. Yeah, yeah. Or Russian dolls. It's like that. Where they kind of sit in each other. So like. You know, if you want to get to your 12-foot one, you just have to, like, kind of reach out and pick it up. Russian nesting bug zappers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Hmm. So, you, so you're saying you want to sit outside on your patio in your nice chair with, uh, you have uh, I mean, a menagerie of electric bug zappers just hanging around you. Yeah, hanging around me. But- and you're waiting for the flies to kind of fly into them. Yeah, like you, because they have a light on them, right? The flies are attracted to the light, so they'll kind of just go. They're like, they're like, ooh, light, and they die, right? Yeah. You don't need the racket then. But what if it's a then it's a trap? You don't need a racket. I have okay. What about a bat? Does anybody try to bat? Is that effective? Oh, for the little <laughs> people who want to be a little more skillful in there. I don't. Th- I don't think a bat would work only because I think the reason why. Uh, like bug swatters are so effective is because they're latticed so that they, they, they like cut them up when you hit them. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, Caleb, Matt. so your whole like thing is that you think like the fly swatter itself should be enough and that having the zap function is like overkill, right? Yeah. I'm saying, can you feel me? It's electric. That's too much. Okay. Now, I, uh, I understand that, but here's what I'm thinking. Let's say you're chasing around like a really annoying fly, like that great episode of Breaking Bad where they just spend the entire episode chasing one fly. And you've been chasing this thing all day, right? And you're getting real sick of its shit. So, because it never like lands anywhere, so you don't have any opportunity to like smack it against a hard surface, right? So, turn on the zap function. So that way you can just swing wildly and anytime you mildly (laughs) make contact with it, so that way you don't have to work as hard. Like you don't have to wait for an opportune moment. Good news you still have a tennis racket. <laughs> that, okay. You're still swinging it about. Okay. It, if it connect with bug. Okay, but here's... Bug here's dun, <laughs> the bug's Dunsky. Now you went from having one bug to none bug. I get that. All I'm saying <laughs> is that if you turn the zap function on, you can just chase, you can chase it and just barely boop, 
tap its tail, and pff, it's done. Like electric chair, gone. Smoke coming out of its ears. Bye. I for one Gonzo. lazy. This this sounds like a much better option to me. I'm trying to imagine what sort of swing you have to make for it to be light and delicate enough. I'm not saying swing at all. I'm saying just like also, have it out in front of you. Mm-hmm. And just like it's walk fly, after the it's, bug. It's flying around. Have you ever... <laughs> Okay, I have, so you're saying I could I could hold a book and just kind of walk forward and I would kill flies. No, oh if my it was god, electric. if it was electric, yes. yeah, if it was electric, yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. If, if it was electric, okay. I do have a question though. <laughs> I'm going to kind of be on on Caleb's side here a little bit. Um, what happens, boys, who have the electrical uh, fly swatter thing? Um, when you meet a bug that the electricity doesn't kill, then it's like a really bad tennis racket, and you use Caleb's method, yeah, or they use both. But like, no, no, like you zap this bug, right? Mm-hmm. And like it goes, and then it just like looks at you and starts flying a little faster, right? So you like try to whack it and- Hold on a minute. Are you saying- It's okay. I'm fine. And it just starts going faster. Mike, are you suggesting that if I hit like, let's say a, a bigger bug, like a like a grasshopper or something. Let's say I hit, I hit a grasshopper with my zappy zappadoo and you're suggesting that it, somehow emboldens the grasshopper to now move mm-hmm. faster. It's a 5% like it's, haste buff. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like it, it didn't kill it. And it's like, mm, man, he really did it now. And he just starts going quicker, right? What's he going to do? Because the prospect of that is frightening to me. So you run the risk of like emboldening these bugs that does the zap Have you kill. guys ever guys. in your life, like if a fly's coming at you, just been like, Ugh, and then like punched it and you actually hit it? Has that ever happened to you guys? I mean, like, or like slapped it. I don't know if punching is my my slapping. Yeah, I don't know if punching is my first go to like reaction for a bug. <laughs> well, point being, if it doesn't zap him, you just give him the old one too. Okay, Rocky. Guys, I here's my here is my <laughs> argument. In any case, you would strike bug with this racket. <laughs> It will die and you do not need it to be electrical. If you want to just have it sitting somewhere with the electricity on for the bug to land on it, you have created a trap. <laughs> and there are better traps you could buy. Hmm. I, I'm i thinking like a spring-loaded barbed wire trap. Oh, Fly lands like it. A, a <laughs> concertina bomb of... Oh, no. <laughs> Ew. You've made kind of a human trap for me. Ow, I'm getting stuck in this now. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is um, I'm all for like pest, like control and using ultra violence against pests because my apartment has just been overwhelmed. Oh, 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 one has been overrun with roaches for a long time, and I want those fuckers gone. So I'll use okay. any means necessary. Let's have a scenario, Matt. Yeah, you have you have roach on counter. Yes, and racket in hand. Uh huh. You swing, smack. Bug crunch. Or, in many cases, bug limp away yeah. and not dead yet. <laughs> and then, then you got to do it again. Then I got to zap it to finish the job. That's what I'm saying. But, but what if the zap is like a defibrillator? And like, and like bugs are you Electricity works on animals. <laughs> it's a roach. <laughs> I'm not running around like inadvertently creating super also, roaches. <laughs> I, I will say these rackets not really made for generally ground-based bugs. Well, we're we're hitting these things mid-transit. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's an anti it's a, it's an anti-aerial. 
<laughs> the aerial. So what do you do for the ground bikes? Do you electrocute the counter? Well, yeah. You get like a car battery and just link it up on the counter. <laughs> you, guys, you, guys have, you guys have like Tesla trapped to your house. We have like little miniature Tesla coils hiding in every nook and cranny of our point of our apartment. <laughs> wait, and, Ryan, wait, Ryan, don't open that. Ryan, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan lives with Matt. For those of you who don't know Ryan, just just so you know. Now when people you guys, know his name. When you guys leave your home, you don't set your alarm. You turn on your electrical grid <laughs> to make sure <laughs> any of these nasty little things crawling around just get got. I would. You could sell me on that. I would have to maybe not have my cats in the house when I was oh gone. God. Um, okay, Mike, oh I'm going to sell you on this really quick. Hey, this is $70,000, this makeover for your home. Okay. And does it mean no more ants? Wait, is that $70,000 going to be spent on Tesla coils? Does it, I mean, does it mean does it mean no more ants? Fair, fair points. The man doesn't like ants. If it means no more ants, you might have me sold. Aaron would be all over that, I think. Just so everyone knows, Caleb was just staring at us like an actor who forgot his lines. Just <laughs> smiling at us awkwardly. Is there, a, is there ever a thing where Ant-Man gets hit by an electrical racket? <laughs> I think we're divulging a little bit far now. <laughs> okay, well, here, let me Okay, so I'd like to I'd like to I kind of want to cut it short, but I'd like to thank everybody for listening to us. <laughs> um, this is our our first episode of The Issue on the Table and we intend to do this for a long time and continue to produce content, so please go ahead and um Go ahead and uh, listen to us and, and tune in and give us your comments. We do have an email and we have an OnlyFans account like any good podcast would. Uh, James, what is our email? Uh, if you don't mind letting our, letting our listeners know. Sure, that is T-I-O-T-T podcast at gmail.com. And if you would like to visit our OnlyFans, that is OnlyFans.com slash T-I-O-T-T podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, if you wanted him to repeat it, tough luck. Rewind the podcast. Sorry. Um, yeah. So <laughs> um, go ahead and like, you know, reach out to us. We always love to see who who likes our content and who's, who's you know, coming in to talk to us and whatnot. Um, you can find our podcast on any uh, major provider, uh, Spotify or wherever you like to listen to your podcasts. Um, obviously, you found us if you're listening to us now. So good job. <laughs> everywhere but the radio. Um, everywhere but the radio. Um, very true. So uh, I'd like to thank none of our sponsors because we have none yet, but hopefully we'll have someone soon that we can tell you about, someone exciting. Uh, And then, you know, it's been our show. But before we just leave you and just drop you back into your reality away from the wonderful world of of Tiot, um, we'd like to close with a real issue, something that's from our world, not not like our four worlds, right? That we bring to you together, but from the world we all live on called planet Earth. this is a real article that we have found on the real life internet. Yeah. Not the fake one, the real life one. And today's article is being brought to you by our very own Matthew Schuster. Yeah. So we <laughs> we were talking earlier about, you know, Aquaman. And Aquaman is basically he's a he's a water whisperer, essentially, right? He talks to lots of little aquatic animals. <laughs> we talked about bug Man. violence. Essentially, I know the headline for this article. <laughs> you can't, you can't reference, you can't slide it in like this. Just give it to us dry. Yeah, you know what? I'm sorry. There's, there's no. I was trying to come up with some kind of segue. There's no fight. This okay. A, a zoo, a zookeeper in China licked a monkey's butt to help it poop. Okay. Wow. Now, oh, man. unfortunately, this was supposed to be a current event. I just 
check the date on this, and it's definitely from 2012. Um, and that's fine. It's current enough. The bad part about it, guys, is that it takes place in Wuhan. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> and I re- really wish I was making that up. I have a question. <laughs> yeah. Do you? Th- you said it was. T- it was published in 2012. On May 3rd, 2012. Yes. Do you think he did it because he thought the world was going to end, but then when it didn't, he used this as a cover-up? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so here's... This article's really quick. Let, let me just give you some of the highlights real quick. So um, a Chinese zookeeper named Zhang Bongcheng uh, reportedly did the unthinkable when a leaf monkey in his care couldn't pass a peanut that he had eaten. <laughs> he... <laughs> he... <sighs> He, he he licked its butt for quote over an hour to encourage it to <gasps> defecate. <What>? No. <laughs> Hold on. Bongsheng claims the monkey was too small for medication to help it pass the peanut. So, so quote, licking was the only way to help it. Did he use his tongue or did he get a wet paper towel? Like <laughs> there's def there, there's a picture and it shows the picture. <laughs> It shows the monkey's face and then the guy behind the monkey <laughs> lifting up its tail. <laughs> okay. Okay. And, uh, I don't know whether to give this zookeep <laughs> the world's greatest zookeeper award or the world's worst. Now, hold on a second. The very last line of the article says, some news outlets are questioning not the actual method, but the authenticity of the story. And why Bongsheng used his mouth rather than the more traditional method, a warm cloth. So this man, this 50-year-old man looked at this poor constipated monkey and said, I know how to solve this. (laughs) I saw East Ventura. (laughs) Incidentally, I also have a hankering for some peanuts. (laughs) Oh, Okay, we're teetering closer to the worst zookeeper award. <laughs> I can't do this. Why did I over over an hour? It said over an hour to encourage it to defecate. Now it also it doesn't specify if this was during zoo like normal operating hours. Oh no, during viewing hours. Yeah. Was he in the cage oh. with people on the outside watching? Just, like, it looks like he his was head up from behind. <laughs> <laughs> <at> the children. <laughs> All of our speculation just makes this worse and worse. I can't. <laughs> like, guys, I'm a like, kid I, is holding a bat, chomping its head off. Gives a whole new meaning to that classic <laughs> phrase, in for a peanut, out for a pound, right? I'm going to break kayfabe here. Matt told us this headline beforehand, and I've spent the last 52 <laughs> minutes trying to mentally, like, prepare myself. <laughs> and I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> Well, um, I think my name is Mike Donahue. <laughs> my, my name is Matt Schuster. <laughs> my name is James Gearhart. And my name is Caleb Andrews. Oh, yeah. Waffle fries. <laughs>